another episode of Random Thoughts of a Traveling Salesman. So today I want to do a story time, something from my past that I think about on a regular basis and kind of wonder why I did what I did and if I would do something like this again. Now I know what you're thinking, this is, you know, something that's crazy and out there and it really isn't it is you know it, it's it's relatively tame but this was this was a couple of years ago and one of the things that uh, when I was working at, at this specific company what would happen is we would take groups of people groups of, of sales folks and we would kind of send them into town I talked about this in uh, a previous episode where I confessed to, uh, you know, driving under the influence, which again, I, I do not condone, but unfortunately these are things that I have done in my past. And so anyway, we, we, this, this is a scenario where it was just, just two of us. It was myself and, and another guy that, you know, lived out of state. He flew in on a Monday, I picked him up from the airport that was, you know, uh, you know, closest to where we were starting our our journey. Essentially, we started in one spot, and then we traveled through the state and hit a bunch of different locations. The idea was we were working with other sales team members that represented our product on the street and for accounts. And so we were, you know, teaming up, we were doing, you know, ride-alongs, work wits, whatever you want to call it. And because the two of us, we, you know, we'd split up each day, every morning, we would, you know, get up early. These guys started at, you know, like seven o'clock. So we'd get up as early as we needed to get everything, you know, prepped and ready to go. And then we would hit the street with these guys, work until, you know, about five, six o'clock sometimes. And then potentially we would ask them, hey, you know, do you want to come out? grab a beer with us. And if they did, it was great. You know, we'd go out, we'd grab a beer. And if they didn't, no big deal. We had to be in a different town that following morning. So we would just essentially, you know, pack up all of our stuff and head to our next destination so that we can, again, get there, get to the hotel, check in, try to fall asleep, get as much sleep as possible, wake up, you know, crack a dawn in the morning and then get ready to go for another day. Well, the problem is timing. So this week happened to be the opening day week for a lot of Major League Baseball teams. And unfortunately, this guy uh, who was coming in, he, he had gone to opening day for his home team for the past couple years. It was something of a tradition that he and his friends would do. And when... Things were scheduled. This was it was not my decision to pick the time frame. It just kind of happened that way. And when my boss was, you know, kind of pairing, you know, us up, he really didn't care. You know, he he kind of, you know, told this guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him Kyle, just to it's not his name, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Kyle so I don't have to refer to him as this guy moving forward. But he pretty much told Kyle to suck it up and and deal with it. So, you know, that's that's fine. I was the one that kind of had to deal with the the droopy, the you know depressy 
uh, version of of Kyle, and it was it was frustrating. I'm not gonna lie. He was helping me in the area that I was covering, so I was grateful to have the assistance. But it came at a price, and so you know. I knew about it. He kind of told me about it. And unfortunately, you know, the way that we had it booked and this is how I had to set it up. Like I said, we started in one city and, you know, we, we ran around, we do what we did that day. And then at minimum, we had to drive an hour to the next city that we were going to stay. And in some cases it was like two hours. So not only, you know, had we started working at, you know, seven in 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 vehicles with other people it's you know by 7 30 hit the road and we were out until five o'clock and again when you're at least from from my perspective when you're in a car with another sales rep and they're they're you know representing your brand or they're trying to learn from you that is a very limited time that is a very limited window where you have to create an experience that they will remember and 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 keep with them in, in a very, very positive way. Because if you can make an impression on them in that moment, they will think about your product moving forward. They will think about uh, when an opportunity comes by, there's this little, you know, little Rolodex. I guess I'm showing my age by, by saying that, but little Rolodex in their brain. And all of a sudden, it'll eventually come around to your products and that's the idea. You know, you're not there. They're selling it for you and representing you in the best possible way. So you have to be on all day. So it is a long day of working with these folks. And then, you know, you, you cram into a car. You've been in a car all day. You cram into a car and then you got to drive for another couple of hours. You get to your destination. And unfortunately, we did not have the best of luck with restaurants hotel the hotels were fine i mean you know we were we were okay i i will make a a note though that this company wanted us to share a hotel room and that again totally fine it was kind of a startup company they were trying to save you know as much money as possible especially when you're bringing people in to help other areas and support stuff i i, I totally get it and relatively quickly we all we were all weirded out in the beginning because trying to, you know, having to share a room, a hotel room with a complete stranger, that's odd. You know, that is, that is not, it's a very jarring experience. You don't know what their morning routine is going to be like. And you also, you, you have to plan things out too. You know, if, Hey, if we've got to leave by X time, when are you going to shower? And then you kind of plan around that person. So if you're leaving at seven o'clock in the morning and they're going to jump in the shower at six 30, that means I have to jump in the shower at, at six at least so that I can get my stuff ready, get out and have, let them have, you know, free reign and access to the bathroom to do, you know, whatever they got to do. So maybe, maybe a part of this was the fact that we, the only time we spent apart was when we were with other reps, we were with other people and I'm not saying that we had a bad relationship. I, you know, personally, I think it was, I think it was fine. It was, you know, it's cordial. Um, we, we weren't the people, like we weren't two coworkers that would, you know, like call each other outside of, you know, when we were doing stuff, but we got along, you know, we, we had a good time together. 
he was kind of a little bit more of the of the wild guy on the team. He was he was the the the, the token douchebag, and I, I I I use this this analogy often. He's the guy in the group that when bad situations come up, he's the one that's going to step up and be that spokesperson for the whole group, while you and everyone else turn tail and, and run away because you don't want to be a part of this argument or, you know, whatever. And there's always some other person that kind of grabs them and says, Hey man, come on, you know, we're leaving, but they made the point. And while escalating the issue, they also at the same time, you know, kind of squash it. So anyway, that was, that kind of came with the, the territory with him. You know, he, he was a little bit, you know, a little bit sassy, a little bit wild, a little bit of a, a little bit of a douchebag. So, and I knew that this was happening. I knew, I knew he was upset. I knew that he was coming into this week just super, super bummed. And I, I get it. You know, I, I think that I'm, I'm not a huge uh, sports person. It's not something that was really, uh, you know, that really hit me in my life. I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy the experience of going to a game. I wouldn't go by myself, but I love going with other people because Again, it's a wonderful social interaction, and it there's nothing like it. You get that energy in the arena or the park or you know wh- whatever whatever the sport is. You get you feel it. You feel that energy, and it affects you, and and in a in a good way. I, I think even if your your team's losing and you pissed off, it's still a, it's still a good reaction. It's still a good you know good feeling. So anyway, uh, the first day that we you know, I, I picked him up from the airport. Essentially, we traveled to our first hotel. And I, you know, that day was pretty much, you know, kind of forgettable as, uh, you know, his plane got in, you know, later in the day, which was fine, you know, not a big deal. But, you know, we get up, we get started that next day. And honestly, he was just, uh, it was just, just being, just being kind of a, kind of a prick, you know, the whole day. And, you know, I, I, because I, I knew that he was going to, you know, kind of lose out on an experience that he really likes and he really appreciates. I decided that I was going to get tickets for the, the local major league baseball team. And essentially I decided like, okay, I, I can't, I can't really pay for this through company expenditure because, you know, a, I really don't want to have that conversation with my boss and B, we're not taking anybody from the distributor out. We, I did offer, and most of them turned me down for one reason or another. You know, either they have kids or it was a Thursday and, and they had a lot to do on that Friday morning to get ready for the weekend. Whatever the case was. Uh, I, I, so I thought, okay, great. It's no problem. I'll pay for it out of pocket. And the tickets that I got were for this uh, picnic type area. I essentially you know when you when you look at any any you know baseball stadium there's always that level where you've got you know the the fancy schmancy box seats and then usually there's some kind of patio some kind of section where it has its own bar usually it's sponsored by either a specific brewery or liquor or wine or you know some sort of company sponsors that space that's pretty much where you find that product exclusively you know, a couple of things here and there 
and I thought that this is this is great. You know, it's a good experience. They, you know, the first I think it was like the first you know beer is free with your ticket, and you know they serve food. So I thought this this is great. You know, it's a great experience. It's going to be a great spot. The brewery that uh, that was like the sponsor of that space, I really liked. I, I thought I thought their their product is great. I thought it was delicious. There was one specific uh, kind of higher alcohol beer that I really enjoy from them. And and that's what we ended up pretty much drinking while we were at the game. But anyway, this was supposed to be a surprise. I didn't want to say anything to him. I didn't want to share this with him until we were getting closer. Essentially, the game was on Thursday. I didn't want to tell him until either Thursday morning or maybe Wednesday evening, just to kind of get him in that headspace. Because he his he you know he had a a flight that was leaving you know like Friday morning ish, and I thought you know hey let's go out let's you know paint the town red let's have a good time on Thursday we'll close out the week celebration of uh, a you know a hard hard work and a thank you for coming in doing this supporting me much appreciated that was the idea that was the that that was the 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 you know the hope if you will the plan. So that Tuesday rolls around and it was a long day. We got a lot accomplished. Uh, it was great. It was, it was a really good start, really good kickoff to the beginning of the week. The problem was we left that town and moved to one that uh, they didn't have a whole lot of options restaurant wise. And, and really it was the closest hotel that I could get to where we had to start the next day. And it we started really in the middle of nowhere. So this hotel was almost like an oasis, just dropped from the sky. And there was eh, maybe a couple of things, a little, little off the highway, you know, tourist attraction spots, which was fine. But when we got there, again, we're exhausted. We had to, that was one of the days where we had to travel two hours after we were already done. We get to the hotel, we check in, we drop our stuff, we change, you know, uh, really it was just, you know, swapping slacks for jeans just to be a little bit more relaxed. And then we decide to go out to dinner and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to take this guy out. I, I, There's a steakhouse. It's literally, they had a McDonald's. They had this independently owned steakhouse, smokehouse kind of thing. And then they had, you know, two other restaurants, one of them being an Applebee's. And the other one was, I think, only open for lunch. So we go to this this steakhouse. And, I, you know, again, never been here in my life. I know nothing about this place. It gets good reviews. And it's not McDonald's. It's not Applebee's. It's just something different, you know. And I, I, I always look for something different when I'm in specific areas, because I want to try a little bit of the local cuisine. I want to try a little bit of the local fare and maybe have an interesting experience, try something new that I never had and, you know, fall in love with it. So we go to this steakhouse, we sit down and the first thing, you know, that they always ask for, you know, what drinks do you want? That kind of thing. And he, he's like, Hey, I don't see a, a, you know, beer menu. Do you guys, you know, what do you guys have? And they respond, "Oh yeah, no, we don't, we don't serve alcohol here." It's like, he's like, "Oh well, this is this 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 was a mistake." You know, that was kind of his his immediate response. And uh, and I was like, "Dude, I, 
you know, let's let's just eat. Let's just eat here, and then we can figure out something, you know, after the fact. I order my food. I remember it being good, you know, not phenomenal, not, you know, life-altering, but it was good, you know, satisfying. I got, you know, some kind of steak. It was delicious, you know. I, I even, even bad steak, I think, is, is still pretty good. And he ordered something. He picked at it. He really didn't, you know, really didn't want it. And I, again, I thought he was kind of being a little childish, but I still pushed myself to try to get him to have a good time. So we leave the restaurant and we're kind of heading back towards the hotel and he's just, he's just, you know, pouting, just doing whatever. And I said, all right, Hey, how about this? Let's swing by, you know, a, a liquor store. Let's grab a couple of six packs. Let's just, you know, get to the hotel and let's just chill. Let's just, you know, have a couple beers, hang out, or we can get, you know, some pre-mixed cocktails or something like that, or we'll get some forties or some singles or, you know, whatever, whatever you want, man. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's have, let's, let's, let's have a nightcap. Let's tie one on, you know, that way we can kind of relax and, and unwind a little bit from the day, from the start of the week. And he wasn't having it. He's like, no, man, I, I really want to go to a bar. I really want, you know, I want a draft beer. I want this and that. And I said, all right, well then let's go to Applebee's. I assume they have booze, but uh, you know, based on the other places here, they might not. Well, thankfully they did. And uh, this this is one of those hazier memories. I don't remember if they did the two dollar Tuesday program where you could get like a margarita for two dollars, but I think there was something involving margaritas and some kind of special. And so that's what we did. We go, we sit at the bar. We don't order any food. We just start pounding whatever you know these these you know cocktails are, whatever these drinks are that are on special. And it's a very odd experience. If you've ever gone to an Applebee's or someplace like that where they have a bar section and then they've got, you know, tables that are outside, you you look at the tables, you see happy families, you see multiple people, maybe maybe a couple on a date, you know, hanging out, having a good time. You look over at the bar. You see a lot of people flying solo or just folks that Really didn't want to wait for a table, so they just kind of, you know, rush in. What's first available at the bar? Great. They just want to get food. They want to get the hell out. I respect that. I've done that myself. But then you've got the people sitting at the bars. And I could tell the majority of those people. There was one that was clearly a regular. And uh, they were just there. You know, they're always there every night or every other night or, you know, whatever their rotation schedule is. And then the rest of the people at the bar were clearly salespeople. Because you could tell based on the attire that, you know, business casual and, you know, the, the polo shirt is untucked and a little wrinkly at the bottom. And, you know, maybe maybe hair's a little, you know, frazzled. Again, just hard day, good day, trying to wind down with, you know, a beer, a cocktail, something. So because... Kyle is a a party dude. We end up turning the bar at Applebee's into I, I, some kind of party, man. I mean, it was it was insane. We're in this really small town at an Applebee's. There's like five other people sitting around the bar, and we just start, you know, calling back to each other, chatting at each other, laughing, telling jokes, telling stories. 
everybody had loosened up. And I really thought like this, this is it. This is what I needed to kick the week off, to get him feeling better about what's going on. And I'm like, this, this is it. This, this, this is perfect. Fantastic. We finally got this fixed. Well, little did I know that that definitely wasn't, wasn't it. It did, it did loosen him up a little bit and it got him to be, you know, I, I guess a little bit better, but the problem is he had way too many really cheap margaritas. And so the next morning he woke up a zombie. I, at that point, I had this very specific concoction of things that I would take the night before and this little ritual that would help keep me from getting hangovers the next day. And uh, it was it was uh, tried and true, I, honestly. I will not share the recipe partially because some of the products that I used don't exist anymore. And I don't know how safe it actually was, but it was uh, it, it worked. You know, it worked. It got me through got me through the day uh, and and got me you know into a, a better headspace. So you know, I'll 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 take it. But anyway, so now you know now it's Wednesday. We're continuing to to do our thing. End of the day, he comes back. Definitely, definitely not feeling it. You know, not not having a good day. That that day we ended up eating at a local place. I kind of just outside of town, and the, the the two guys that we were running with, we we you know kind of met at the end of the day. And, you know, we had some, I think it was like a Mexican joint. And again, good food, not super memorable, not memorable enough for me to, you know, kind of burn the, the restaurant name into my brain. But if I saw it again, I would definitely, I would definitely pull over and, and have lunch if that, you know, lunch or dinner, if it was that time. Uh, but we, you know, we had some, had some beers, we, we hung out, it was good. And then I had, you know, he had, you know, quite a few more which was good because I was the one that had to to drive to our next location. It was only about an hour and 15 minutes away. So he kind of napped in the car while I continued on to our next spot. We get there and uh, the hotel that we were staying Wednesday night and Thursday night, because I, I wanted to try to make it as easy as possible. You know, Wednesday night, we're going to start relatively close to where the stadium is. It was about like 30 to 40 minute drive. So, you know, probably could have found something that was a little bit closer to our start. But I wanted to kind of set that experience. I wanted to kind of test the waters with him. And so we're driving and we get to this hotel and we had passed the stadium as we were coming in. And that immediately just like set him off. Like that was something that he was just, he was again, like really really upset about it. I think it kind of reminded him of what he was missing or what he had missed. So I thought, okay, you know, now that we're here, I got, I got to tell him because the hotel was super, super close. I mean, within, I think it was, I think it was like under a 10 minute drive to get there and, and park and, and all that jazz. So super, super close. So I tell him, I said, Hey man, I know that, uh, I know, I know that you were having, you know, that you missed out on, on a, an experience that you have. This is what I wanted to do. I got, I got two tickets, you know, patio, blah, 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 sponsored by this beer. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to go to the game. And if you only want to stay for an inning or two, that's great. You want to stay till the end of the game. I'm totally fine with that. So he's, you know, I think he was actually really excited about it, but he didn't 
want to seem like he was excited about it, which is fine. I honestly don't care. I especially don't care now. But we, you know, we get up in the morning, our Thursday deal, we're running and gunning. And Thursday, both of us actually finished relatively early. So we meet up, we get back to the hotel at probably like 3.45. And we get we get changed and we both kind of come to the agreement like, hey, let's let's have dinner before we go to the game. You know, let's let's grab some food. Let's have a couple beers. Let's go to the game. We'll have fun there. It'll be exciting. We'll get there a little early so we can get, you know, get to our seats, get prepped and ready to go, have a beer before the first pitch in our hands, ready to go. Major League Baseball experience, you know, game, set, match, okay? So within this section, you've got the hotel, and then attached to the building is a steakhouse, and then the next parking lot over. So there's nothing in between the steakhouse and this other restaurant. Uh, it was Twin Peaks. And he didn't have them where he was from. I had never been to one. But we decided, hey, you know, let's let's go. Looks like a looks like a bar. You know, we'll go there. And I don't know if you are aware of what Twin Peaks is, but it is very similar to the setup of Hooters. You have very attractive women in very little amounts of clothing serving you beer and burgers and wings and all kinds of stuff like that. So that I think I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. Maybe this will cheer them up a little bit more. And it did actually. You know, we we ended up getting. Some food that I, unfortunately, it was probably the best food of the week. And I hate saying that because, you know, we went to a couple independently owned mom and pop places. And, and honestly, like I like I said, Twin Peaks was just better. And maybe it was the atmosphere. Maybe it was the experience. Maybe I was just excited to go to the game. I don't really know. But anyway, we have a couple of beers. Check the time. All right. Hey, man, let's go. Let's, let's get up there. Let's get ready. Like I said, 10-minute drive. Super, super close. We get there. We're, we're early, you know, we're, we're early the game, you know, we've got a little bit of time before the game starts. So we're just kind of walking around, you know, he'd never been at that ballpark. So he's just kind of checking stuff out. We go to the team shop and I'm thinking, well, yeah, sure. You know, this is first time I've been here. So I think I'm going to get a hat, you know, get a hat, throw it on. I wasn't wearing one. So, you know, that'll be nice. I, you know, feel like I fit in uh, with the team and, and the fans and, and whatnot. And so we're there and I was like, Hey man, if you want to grab a shirt, you know, it's on me, man. I'll, I'll get you a shirt, man. That sounds good. Right. And he's just like, he's, so he's like, yeah, man. Oh, that's awesome. You know? So he goes, you know, finds himself a shirt. And then unfortunately for me, fortunately for him, the shirt that he picked was one that was like on one of the mannequins and it had like a hat that really matched it. That looked really good with it. And he's like, dude, I got to get this hat, man. I got to get a shirt and the hat. Like, that's how it's got to be. He's like, you should do the same thing. You should get something too. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll get a shirt. I'll get a shirt. That way we both, you know, I got I got a different one uh, that I think suited my taste a little bit better. I still have it. I still, uh, I still wear it uh, around the house. But anyway, you know, I'm like, all right, fine. So that that's great. If you've ever purchased anything from a, you know, a ballpark, it's expensive. So I definitely, it was, it was definitely over a hundred bucks. I, I, I forget how much it was, but it was definitely over a hundred bucks for two shirts, two hats. We got our shirts on. We, uh, we got our hats on up to our seats. We go and, you know, we get checked in. We sit down. Uh, gal comes over. Hey, what can I get you? 
we ordered two beers ready to go and essentially we said and this was this was this was Kyle he said hey so uh we want you know we want a beer each and then right as the first pitch is happening we want a shot and another beer and so our tickets came with the first beer the first beer was, was paid for first beer was free everything after that we had to pay for and again because i'm not really taking a customer out it's just he and i it would have been really hard for me to justify an, an, an expense from a ballpark, especially when it's, well, you know, why were you there? Why are you expensing? A lot of questions that I really wanted to avoid at all costs. So she's like, that's awesome. We've got this special, you know, special shot that's for the team, you know, inspired, whatever. And he goes, we'll take two. Sounds great. Let's do it. So... First beer comes, we're sitting there sipping it. He's honestly, he's starting to, he's starting to kind of warm up a little bit, you know, like he's starting to feel a little bit more relaxed. I'm, I'm digging it, man. I, fi- I finally feel validated that I have thrown money at this dude and I'm finally getting that experience that I was hoping for, that I was hoping that he would have too. And, uh, you know, first pitch happens like clockwork. I mean, this, this gal was on top of it. First pitch happens, shot, beers, ready to go. Throw back the shot, chug a little bit of beer, sip on it, sip on it. The 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 shenanigans continue. Uh, three shots later, and I forget how many beers later, we are both just, we are ready to go, uh, feeling good. I think uh, at one point, you know, they had stopped serving. I think it was maybe seventh inning was last call so that you could, you know, kind of sober up or, you know, whatnot between then and the end of the game. And so at that point I was like, Hey, can you just bring me like the biggest cup that you have with water and a little bit of ice? She was totally down, brought it. I was, you know, chugging that again, just trying to, trying to sober up, trying to hydrate, trying to make sure that I was, you know, not, you know, boop, boop. So I, uh, you know, game finishes team one, Fantastic, really exciting, a lot of energy. It was it was great. It was it was fantastic, and so I get him, get in the car, drive back to the hotel, park, and then he goes, "Hey man, let's go back to Twin Peaks. Let's keep this party going." And I thought, I can't say no to this guy. So yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. We 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 go to Twin Peaks. We're there for about an hour uh, before they had closed. Like they were shutting it down, and. We were at the bar. A couple other guys were were there too. Again, shutting the place down. And as we're walking out, they're kind of walking out with us. It was that whole like you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here kind of a thing. And as we get to the door, for whatever reason, Kyle just started. I don't know, like like going after these guys and and kind of making fun of them a little bit and. You know, gentle ribbing, a little joshing, you know, whatever. But and they were fine. They were they were they were kind of taking it on the chin, which was great. And as we once we get out, I was I was starting to head towards the hotel. I'm thinking, all right, I got to get up early so I can drop him off at the airport, and then I've got like a five hour drive home because I had just slowly, you know, moved further and further away from where I you know live, where I am based out of. So I'm I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking this I can't I can't do this. 
Well, the two guys are like, hey, you guys want to come down to whatever Irish pub is still open that's, you know, like two blocks down? And of course, he's like, yeah, let's go. And I could have at that moment said, you guys enjoy. I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm going to head back to the hotel and I'm going to turn in for the night. Did I do that? No. I went with him. Of course. He's my responsibility. I feel responsible for him. I don't want him to miss his flight because then that's on me. And then God knows I have to get him a hotel and try to figure out what to do with him. And I definitely don't want to take him home with me. So I think, all right, fine. I'll keep an eye on him. I, at this point, when we got to the next bar, I did my classic order of a vodka soda, hold the vodka. Because I knew I I was I was to the point where it's like, I, I, can't, I can't. I I have to be the responsible human being at this point. And I was, after, you know, having a couple beers at Twin Peaks, I was, I was pretty gone. And so... We get there, we're hanging out. He orders a, a vodka soda. Uh, his actually had the vodka in it. And we're just hanging out. You know, music's going. There's a couple people at the bar, being social, chilling. It was good, good times. Uh, he announces to the entire restaurant very loudly. He goes, I got to piss. And go, takes his glass that is, you know, at this point, mostly ice. And he goes into the bathroom with it. And all of us are just kind of hanging out. And there's the timing was perfect. As one song was ending and another one was starting, you hear this little crash in the bathroom. And the sound is extremely distinct. It sounded like a rocks glass falling on porcelain tile. Everybody knew immediately what had gone on. So... He's coming out of the bathroom with just this like dumbfounded Patrick Star, who are you calling pinhead look? And he's just standing there and we're all like, you okay, bro? Did you, uh, did you break your glass while you were in there? And he's like, nope, somebody else did that. Uh, it wasn't me. And I was like, we're like, dude, you're the only person that went into the bathroom out of the nine people that are here. The eight of us were out here and you were in there. We all know what you did. So at that point, I don't know if it was time for that place to close anyway, but they had kicked all of us out. They're like, you guys got to go. I settled the tab and, you know, we kind of go about our business. And as we're walking back to the hotel, the other two guys were staying in the same hotel, which is fine. You know, I think it's that's probably why they were out, you know, bar hopping. And, and doing whatnot. So as we're walking towards the hotel, he wants to start a fight. Like he's actually trying to start a fist fight with these two random guys. I never got their names. So I have no idea who these people are. And of course, I take my phone out and I'm trying to film this guy, like just being absolutely ridiculous. And I'm, the, the problem is, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll share this with you. I didn't realize that I was doing time lapse, which really actually pisses me off. So I have this very quick disjointed video somewhere in, in my Dropbox of him trying to fight two random strangers and then all of us getting into the elevator 
us getting out, we were on like the second floor, they were on the fourth. Us getting out, him going back in, hitting the other buttons so that they would take, you know, one floor longer to get to their their floor. And then wobbling down the hallway to our room, he gets to the door and, you know, yells at me. He's like, he's like, dude, do you have the key? I don't think I have the key. So I open the door. I go in first. It's 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 pitch black at this point, you know, in the room because it's dark outside. We didn't leave any lights on. We we left in the in the daytime. And even if we did, you know, the room service people, not room service, but uh, the housekeeping service people would have turned it off anyway. So we get into the room and I am I'm exhausted. I'm just done. So I just face plant on the bed and thankfully I did because instantly as he walks in the room, he's, he goes, I'm getting effing naked and immediately starts stripping off his clothes. And so there's this moment where I can see out of the, the periphery of my left eye. Cause I was, I was face down. I was on the, the bed furthest away from the door and the door is slowly closing. You can see the light starting to dissipate. And right as the moment that door closes, I I believe is the moment where he went dong out. Butt cheeks in the wind. He was just... And then he face plants on the bed. Passes out. Done. Gone. I'm still feeling a little, uh, you know, a little wonky. I, I, you know, my tried and true technique, I'm going through my, my ritual of, of potions and things that I've sort of come up with. Head to the bathroom, brush my teeth, get ready to go. I chose to shower that evening since we didn't really have anything to do the next day. The idea was I was just going to get dressed. I was going to sleep as much as I could get dressed, let him do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And that was going to be, that was going to be my, my thing. Um, now, before I went through and did my, my whole process, I do remember this actually, it just, it just popped back into my head. When I went into the bathroom, I was not feeling great. I was not feeling okay. I was a little, little green and get into the bathroom you know, doing, doing, doing my thing, trying to get ready, trying to get in. And I think the reason why I got into the shower was, was partially because of this, but right as I'm about ready to leave the bathroom, it hits me. My teeth start sweating. My tongue expands. Something's coming out. The sins of the day are coming back to haunt me. And I am sorry if this is a, if this is too graphic of a description for you, but imagine a fire hose of the combination of things that I had consumed over the past couple of hours. And it came out, you know, on, on a, on a hose, you've got, you know, jet shower mist. This was fan. It came out in a horizontal triangular line and just painted the back of the, the toilet seat, the lid of the toilet seat, and then parts of the wall. Now, I'm the kind of person that when this happens to me, 
I still feel really bad, especially if I am in a place that is not my home. And if I'm in my home, I'm going to immediately clean that up anyway because, you know, I don't want, I don't know, I don't want to miss a spot, you know, later or it, you know, like seeps into the wall and then smells forever. So I instantly start grabbing hand towels and towels and I'm starting to clean everything up. And I, I, I did a pretty good job. I think there was a, a little bit of stuff that was, you know, left over. The problem is all of that jazz was in a towel that I then set in the bathroom. There was no other place for me to put it. I could put it out in the hallway, but that would be terrible. And I could have put it in like an ice bag. You know how you, the little ice, uh, you know, containers, they've got the little bag in there. I could have put them in there, but I don't think all of the towels would have fit. But there were enough towels for the two of us to shower and, and do whatever. So at that moment, I thought, all right, I I need to I need to take a cold shower. I need to, to cool down. I need to chill out. And I need to clean myself. Not Nothing got on me. It was, you know, I was like at the, the wall was the front row at a Gallagher show. And I was just Mr. Clean. But I felt terrible. I felt like the floor of a taxi cab. And I thought, okay, this is not, this is not going to happen. So I jump in the shower, get ready to go, throw on, you know, t-shirt, basketball shorts so I can sleep so that, you know, I'm not, you know, cheeks in the wind and uh, get into bed, immediately pass out, wake up three hours later and can't go back to sleep. So I only got three hours of, of sleep at that point. The alarm goes off. I think his flight was at... I don't know, like nine o'clock. And I said, hey man, we got to leave by like quarter to seven to get to the airport. And then that gives you about 45 minutes to get through security, get to your gate, you know, all that stuff. It's an unfamiliar airport. I highly recommend we get there early. Well, he set his alarm, like three or four of them and slept through most of them. And then at one point, the last one went off and I'm like, dude, if you want to leave, we got to go like in the next 10 minutes. So if you want to take a shower, great. But I don't think you really have time for it. So get your shit and let's go. And he probably was still drunk at the time, but, you know, packed up all of his stuff, just wadded it and just mashed it into the bag. And just no words were said. Only sounds, only guttural, grunty, uh, sounds were just sort of emanating from him. His mouth wasn't moving. It just sort of was happening. It was like the best kind of ventriloquism that you could have for a human body. And we, I, I pour him into the car, if you will, get him to the airport. And the, the moment that he left, I felt this huge weight lift from my shoulders I was so happy to be done with the experience, to have him gone. And I feel bad saying that, honestly, because he's a, he's a great guy, honestly. Like, he's a really nice guy. He's kind of a douche. I was trying to do something nice for him. And he never thanked me for that. Which, I, I, I don't know. that I think that's the reason why this memory remains so vivid with me partially because it, it, it was such an odd situation and I, I kind of learned from my mistakes at this point and the, the moral of the story is I guess you could say 
if you have a coworker that is being, you know, kind of down in the dumps, poly pissy pants, if you try to do one nice thing for them, because I think you should. I, I really do think that if you're going to spend, you know, some some time with them, I think you should try to do something that's going to cheer them up, that's going to make them feel a little bit better. But if that one thing doesn't work, don't do anything else. And don't spend your own money. Or if you do, don't spend a bunch of your own money. When I got home, and like I said, it was, it was like a four or five hour drive. It was it was pretty rough. He actually got home before I did. And because he we had a, a group text going on and he, you know, said something like, hey, everybody, you know, uh, feel so good to be back, you know, in my home state or whatever, which I, I took as a kind of a jab at me. And I'm thinking, eh, you know, whatever. But when I got home, I passed out, like I said, probably about like 3.45, 4 o'clock on a Friday. I didn't wake up until 2.45 on Saturday p.m. And honestly, I was okay with it. My body needed it. I needed to just hit the reset button. And then after that, I made the mistake of checking my uh, credit card online. And I spent a lot of money, personal money, on, on, on that experience. And I'm glad that I remember it. I'm glad that I remember it so well. Because then to me, that money wasn't a total waste. But I will never forget that. And I'll never forget him. Uh, he has made a lasting impression on me and he has, you know, since, you know, moved on, we, we work in, in separate uh, industries. He, he left that industry for something sort of adjacent. I've left that industry to do something else. And so I don't know if our paths will ever cross again, unless we decide to do some weird reunion of, you know, our, our, our team from that startup company, which I don't, I don't think that'll happen, but if our pads do cross again, I really hope that at the very least he buys me a drink and maybe somewhere in, in his brain, he remembers that week and whether he remembers it as being positive or negative, I really hope that if he still has the hat, if he still has the t-shirt, he looks at it and he thinks of that game, that experience, what he can remember of it. Because what's actually really cool, that year, that team won the World Series. So we went to the first game of the season that they won the World Series. And that's kind of cool. You know, we we didn't we didn't keep going back. We didn't go to multiple games. We didn't see the, you know, the, the growth and the change and all that other kind of stuff. We were, we were there. We were there when it started. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that story. And with that, I want to thank you again for joining me on this journey, for listening to the ramblings of a complete stranger on the internet. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next